This week we're talking about the topic of homosexuality and thanks for joining us for this very important, very timely and very personal topic. The, um, yesterday we said that you know, homosexuality is one of many sins that the Bible condemns as something that will separate a person from God and keep a person out of heaven. It, uh, it has everything in common with greed and with anger and with getting drunk and uh, any, anything else that the Bible condemns as sin. But there is one way that homosexuality is different than many of the other sins in the Bible, and it's different in this way, especially in today's world, is that there are many groups in the world today that actively promote homosexuality, that call something the Bible says is sinful as not sinful, and that want others to believe the same thing. And that makes it unique. Uh, for example, you don't have many groups in the world today or any groups who are, uh, who are politicking for, we need more laws that allow us to be greedy, or we, uh, we need more laws that allow people to get more drunk, you know, those, those things don't happen. There's pretty wide recognition that those are sinful, that those are bad, and so you don't have groups who are celebrating those things. But for homosexuality, it's different. It is celebrated. There are parades and there are festivals, and you see it celebrated at award shows and in, and in movies and on television and in pop culture and in music and uh, lots, of, lots of different places. And, uh, and you might ask, why, why does that happen? The Bible gives at least one explanation as to why, um, as to why that happens. Um, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, it says, The time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And it's just common sense that it's easier to believe something when other people are saying the same thing. And if this is, and if this is a topic where somebody believes, I want to believe this for any number of reasons, it's just a little bit easier to do so when other people are saying the same thing. Of course, the Bible doesn't. And, uh, and that doesn't mean that the Bible doesn't talk positively about any number of different relationships. It does. Uh, the Bible, for example, speaks very positively about the blessings of companionship in any number of different relationships, uh, blessings of being single, the blessings of strong male friendships, the blessings of strong female friendships, the blessings of good relationships with a boss and an employee and coworkers and the government and having good relationships with strangers and good relationships even with your enemies. So it speaks very positively about all those. It also speaks very positively about sexual intimacy between one man and one woman in marriage and even uses that as a picture of God's great love for us in Christ and the relationship that we have, that we have with God through our Savior. But the Bible does not speak positively at all about, about homosexuality and yet there are many, there are many who do. There is an army that is building in the world today that is becoming louder and louder and louder. And if... If you or someone you know is surrounding yourself with that army in order to feel better about something that the Bible identifies as a sin, then there's a very simple principle that, uh, that the Bible talks about very often that you need to remember, and that is this. The majority doesn't win. The majority doesn't win. Jesus talked about this with his disciples, with, uh, with the Apostle Peter in Matthew chapter 16, when he said, And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Um, Peter had just confessed that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus looked at Peter and said, What you just said is the rock-solid foundation that will keep a person standing for eternity. And he said, Not even the gates of Hades, not even the full army of hell is going to be able to overcome the Jesus who eventually came out of his grave alive after the world and Satan and all of his armies tried to take him down. The majority doesn't win. The majority doesn't win. Jesus does. 
And that's an important thing to keep in mind if you are somebody who is feeling surrounded by the armies and overwhelmed by the large number of people and the strength of the voices who are coming, who are coming at you on this particular topic. It can feel overwhelming when there are many voices who are saying, who are saying, this is okay and this is good and you should celebrate it and you're a really mean person if you don't. When, uh, when you know what the Bible says, when you know what the Bible says and about what it, what it does if, to a person if they continue to hold on to this sin. And you need to hear these words if you're feeling surrounded. Also from 2 Timothy, when, uh, when, 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 Timothy when, uh, when Paul wrote to Timothy and said, you know, people will gather around them, people who will just tell them what they want to hear so that it's easier to believe. The verse before that said this, said, said, preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season, so when it's convenient and when it's not convenient. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience, and careful instruction. So those two things, great patience, keep going, and careful instruction. Look for opportunities to share the word. And then if you go after uh, a few verses later, it gives you some context as to when the Apostle Paul was writing this to his young friend Timothy. He said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. The Apostle Paul was in a fight too, and he was very familiar with what it was like to be surrounded by armies and armies and armies of individuals who wanted nothing to do with God. It was a fight. It was a fight. But he knew that it was a fight that had already been won. It had already been won by Jesus, and he was looking forward to the day when there would be no more fight, where he would just be in the safety and security of heaven. And he would see with his own eyes, as the rest of the world would, that Jesus really does win. Jesus wins. And so do those who are with him. And if you have to live by faith right now, and we all do, trusting that Jesus is living, trusting that Jesus wins, trusting that in the end our eyes will see that, and trusting that in the end God will make good on all of his promises related to every precious lamb that, uh, that he called to be his own. Just know that you're not alone. We all live by faith. Keep that faith focused on Jesus, who in the end wins, along with you. Hey, what's up everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, we certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes and we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support and we'll talk to you soon.